Welcome to Job Sharing and Beyond, the future of work podcast that goes beyond the traditional nine to five. I am Karen Tischler, speaker, consultant, and host of the show, where we hear from global experts every other week to discover innovative solutions and tips on how to remain a relevant employer in the future. Hello, everyone. Welcome to a special episode of Job Sharing and Beyond. Today, I will give you some updates on my past guests from episode six to nine, as well as share some exciting news regarding the podcast and Emily's Path Consulting. And I will also talk more about why my guests' expertise covers such a wide range from job sharing and other flexible work methods to fatherhood and care, returning professionals and transferable business skills from unpaid care work. But before I share my reasons, I would like to ask you a few questions. How many men do you know that work part-time? How many people in your organization or social circle a job sharing or top sharing, which is a form of job sharing at a management level. How many unpaid care workers, aka stay-at-home dads or stay-at-home moms, do you know? Maybe some of them have a part-time business from home. How many professionals in your organizations or in your social circle are now in management or senior management positions after having been a stay-at-home parent for 5, 10 or 15 plus years. Does your organization track how many professionals return after parental leave? And if they do not, do you keep in touch with them and invite them to future events? I am very curious what your answers are. If you would like to, please feel free to share them by tagging me via social media or reach out to me via email karentischler at emilyspath.ca. I believe to stay relevant for the future of work and to win the war of talent, business leaders and HR professionals need to be able to attract and retain their employees. After COVID-19, the companies who really focused on supporting their employees during the crisis will be much more able to keep and attract top talent. Nina Strassner, head of D&I at SAP Germany and previous guest on the podcast was recently interviewed by Good Morning America for that very reason. How SAP Germany makes their employees still feel part of their work community during this crisis, even while they are all working remotely. Coming back to my reasons for interviewing such a broad range of experts. Most of the time when I ask people at professional events and conferences, if they are returners at their company, especially at the managerial level, there is silence. While initially most women don't plan on leaving the workforce for family reasons, 
2% in the US, many more do opt out 43% in the US. And then many returners struggle to get back into a professional career. The big question is, how do you get these professionals back to paid work? It's truly such an untapped potential. And this is one of the reasons why I interview experts who have already created a program that is supporting returners either through a university program or returnships or some other method. As society has typically viewed unpaid care work in the past as a work that anyone can really do, many professionals no longer have a lot of business confidence after years of doing that. But there are now worldwide organizations that focus specifically on the business transferability of skills gained during unpaid care work. And I am very happy to have them on the show in the future. Often professional returners may need some form of flexible work to manage the work-life balance. Or they may be able to return sooner if they can work in a flexible work format. When I interview guests about flexible work, my biggest focus is definitely on job sharing, which to this day is highly underused, but presents an excellent way to continue to work in a variety of circumstances. And it is a partnership that truly offers a part-time work, but at the same time, the teamwork works as a full position in FTE and thus enables both of these two people to fulfill their potential and continue along their career. Also, job sharers can use this form of flexible work for many reasons, enabling um, companies to attract a wide range of people. These could be also someone who is pursuing educational goals or wanting to become an entrepreneur. Also, we are now seeing more and more younger parents or parents-to-be who are looking for that flexibility. And it is not just female professionals. Many more fathers are becoming more outspoken role models of how they deal with being a dad and at the same time being focused on their career. COVID-19 and work from home has increased the interest of dads on unpaid care work even more. But often there is still stigma attached to flexible work and the fear of ruining one's career, particularly for men. So I feel the more best practice examples, stories and role models around the world we can share and learn about, the more people will feel comfortable pursuing ways to create a work-life balance that is feasible for every gender, creating a more inclusive and diverse workforce 
that leads to increased gender equality. Now I'm going to present a few updates from my guests in episode 6 to 9. I will include all the links to the articles in the show notes. Charlotte Lockhart talked with me about their 180-100 rule, which means getting 100% of the salary while working 80% of the hours and putting in 100% of the productivity. Since the podcast, Charlotte Lockhart and her co-founder of 4-Day Week Global, Andrew Barnes, who is also the CEO of Perpetual Guardian, where he implemented the 4-Day Week, have been interviewed many times. The pandemic has led more and more countries being interested in the idea of the 4-Day Week. I have added two interviews in the show notes that include also examples of how other organizations are now implementing this methodology. John Adams. As part of John's role as an official LinkedIn changemaker, focusing on flexible work, John recently wrote an article why it is so important to be involved in care work as a dad and why there need to be more male role models talking about fathers and unpaid care. Rob Sturrock. My favorite quote from his book, Man Raises Boy, is fathers can do absolutely everything moms can do except breastfeeding. Just yesterday, he co-hosted a very interesting panel discussion can a pandemic accelerate dead-friendly workplaces? One of the most insightful things that I gained from listening to the speakers were their personal stories. How they felt that by taking paternal leave, they have bonded closer with their children and they've enabled their wives to continue with their career and even in one case, it led to one partner taking on a new job, knowing that the dad would take care of the child. Also, special guest speaker Blake Woodward, founder of Suit Tie Stroller, shared some statistics from the interesting Global Dad Survey 2020 that he co-authored. Professor Beatrix Dodd. Last week's guest was Beatrix Dodd. Beatrix has done a tremendous amount of work to support women in the workplace in Canada and around the world. She's the founder of the Initiative for Women in Business at the Rodman School of Management at the University of Toronto. If you or somebody you know is planning to return to paid work after a long absence, the Back to Work digital program will start later this month. It is now available for women all across Canada. More details are in the show notes. Now about the news regarding Emily's path consulting that I had talked about earlier. At the end of this month, I will publish the inaugural Emily's path consulting newsletter. In it, I will share with you some of the research that I have found potential updates on my previous guests and I also plan on including a short interview as I truly believe 
we need to hear many more stories of role models. In the near future, I will post how to sign up for the newsletter on social media. If you are able to read German, I have recently written a LinkedIn article while I feel so strongly about flexible work and how it leads to more gender equality. The article is part of Melanie Belitzer's blog parade that includes many examples of flexible working. These articles are all written in German, but if you are interested, from my research I can highly recommend Deeple as a great translating tool. Last but certainly not least, I created this podcast with the hope of having a global community interested in flexible work so that we don't have to reinvent the wheel, but instead learn from best practices. I am very appreciative to have had the opportunity to work together with Irenka Krone to create a Swiss-Canadian collaboration sharing how job sharing in this current COVID-19 climate can help to reduce the number of job losses. If you are listening to this and you are interested in a global collaboration, please reach out to me. My global focus also made me participate in the lead-up of the International Podcast Day at the end of September, and I'm doing this by having weekly podcasts instead of bi-weekly for the months of September and also starting my newsletter. I look forward to sharing the upcoming episodes with you. Thank you very much for listening. If you would like to learn more, please check out the website emilyspath.ca where you can find also all the previous episodes, show notes, and you can also subscribe to your favorite listening platform. Thank you for listening and have a wonderful day. Thank you so much for listening to the show. We hope you gained valuable insights and new ideas. To keep listening to future episodes, please head over to iTunes or your favorite player and subscribe and give it a rating. We would very much appreciate a review and for you to share it on social media so more people can start innovating in how they offer employment. Until the next time, goodbye.